set. Can we please have quiet on the set? Ladies and gentlemen, this is the Kings of the Rings podcast, where we keep wrestling royal exclusively on Wrestle Addict Radio. I am your host, King Ricky Rose. Because, you know, in life, you're always told that if you work hard, if you chip away, if you plug away, if you do your job, then your moment will come, and I am sick of waiting for my moment. Also joining me each and every week is the founder, Willie T, Will Tereshock. Well, The Rock knows exactly why you did what you did at WrestleMania, because Stone Cold, you know, deep down inside, in your heart, in your soul, one-on-one, face-to-face, man-to-man, you know damn well you can't beat The Rock. And finally, Joining us each and every week is the Queen Bee herself, the Kate Murphy. How does it feel that you were expecting a man to come out here? What you weren't expecting was the man. It's time for someone you to step up, step in, and fill your shoes. And there's only one person for that job. And I think these people would agree with me that that person is me. Together, We cover all things wrestling in and outside of the ring in the only way that we know how. So, without further ado, Behold the King, the King of Kings. All right, so I know I know exactly what you're thinking. The Mouse just debuted its streaming service. How the fuck are we not watching The Mandalorian right now? I'm aware. I'm aware. However, wrestling is still happening. <laughs> Surprisingly enough, The Mouse hasn't bought that out yet. Thank the Lord. Um, and it's still ring season, and I have some rings, and I mean we have some rings to collect. So without further ado, folks, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of Kings of the Rings podcast. I am your ringleader, King Ricky Rose. You can find me at Ambassador Biggs, B-I-G-Z, Ambassador Biggs, across all social media outlets at Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Still on Bumble, actually. That's kind of working out in my favor lately. Um, find Kings of the Rings podcast um, on social media at KOTR underscore podcast on Facebook, on Instagram, on Twitter. Twitter, subscribe to Kings of the Rings podcast by subscribing to WrestleAddict Radio, where you can listen to us each and every week. Find WrestleAddict Radio on iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and also find us um, on social media at Addict underscore Wrestle on Twitter and WrestleAddict Radio on Facebook and Instagram. Will, The Mandalorian, thoughts? I'm The Mandalorian? Okay, my boba or Django? I'm gonna give you Bobo. Ah, oh, Bobo? Yes, fuck yeah, <laughs> Bobo Fett. No, I'll be, I'll be Boo Boo Fett. <laughs> I got a Boo Boo. <laughs> I, I was hoping you continue with the ringleader and make me like a lion and just go Arr! everywhere. But no, of course, it's me. It's, it's me. No, it's me. No. It's really T. I am so ready to talk wrestling because. I'm like I'm in, I'm in this new state of wrestling fan where like I'm pretty much only watching NXT and AEW and Raw and SmackDown if I really want to. Um, 
which I don't really want. I watched SmackDown. I'm not SmackDown. I watched last week's Raw on Friday. All right? Let, let, that, let that sink in you, for a second. You went to Raw Fridays? <laughs> yeah. It was Hulu Raw Fridays, let me tell you. And it was, and it was Hulu SmackDown Monday. So it, it is, my wrestling schedule is off. My clock is off. But that's okay because Kate Murphy's here and I'm in love. Kate Murphy, how you doing? How you doing? It is me, the onesie-wearing Queen Bee. If you subscribe to our Patreon for $5, you can see that I am dressed up as a bee today. It's actually really fucking funny. You can find me on Instagram at the Kate Murphy and on Twitter at underscore the Kate Murphy. I did subscribe to Disney+. Plus. It is the greatest streaming service since the network. Wow. Bold move. Very bold move. I'm sorry, move. it's cheaper, number one. Who wants if to give me that login? If you don't do the bundle. It's... Wait till you get into the back catalog with all the racist stuff and from the 30s and the 40s. So far today, I have watched The Little Mermaid. <laughs> totally going to ignore that comment. We are going to ignore the racism because Disney has edited the racism out. Song of the South. Not is... all of it. Not all of it. Song of the South is gone, and Jim Crow was edited out of Dumbo, from what I understand. Uh huh, but you totally forgot about the time when Mickey and friends re um do a rendition of Uncle Tom's Cabin. How do they take the crows out of Dumbo? They added. There's, I guess, a, I haven't Crow. seen. I haven't Duh. seen Dumbo <laughs> since like, like childhood. The movie. The movie's like ass, I'm afraid minutes. of that movie. The movie's like 48 minutes, and that's a pretty important part of the movie, if I remember correctly. That movie's frightening, and it shouldn't have been allowed to have been made. Yeah. I, I just remember the clowns and the, and they were doing the, in the circus and there was fire. I did not like it. And Dumbo gets <laughs> drunk and it's nothing like being drunk. No, it's, it's like Dumbo. Dumbo. Dumbo might as well just taking some acid and then that's what Dumbo really happens. Dumbo was an acid trip. But today Jeez, I have so Dion far Waiters. watched The Little Mermaid. I watched Mandalorian. It's dope so far. I watched The Hunchback of Notre Dame, and I watched Monsters University. Uh, Notre Dame, hello. I gotta, I gotta buy Disney Plus. Who wants to give me a login? It's seven dollars, <laughs> Will. Yeah, and it's free no. for the first week. Yeah. Ooh, a whole week. Yeah, you got a whole week to delay your payments of seven bucks. And besides, Will, knowing you, you're gonna get the bundle package. No, because I'm not. for twelve ninety nine, you Hulu. get it with Hulu, my, pa- my parents, ESPN my parents Plus already- and Disney Plus. My parents already pay for Hulu Live, so is no need. And I, ESPN oh. Plus just doesn't interest me in any way, shape, or form. Well, the way I know it works, because I was reading... You don't watch enough sports documentaries, well, trust me, ESPN Plus is worth it. That's fair. Well, the way That's they fair. were trying to explain with uh, Hulu, like, I have the Hulu plan that, like, is ad-free. If I mm-hmm. wanted to do the bundle, but keep my existing Hulu... I think they they would credit me back. So like up front. Oh. So they credit you like six bucks. And I know Hulu Live, they're supposed to credit you something too. Gotcha. Hulu's going to be big um, real quick. If we go to a little, little techie here, because since um, AB, since the mouse has some, uh, some properties of Fox, which also means FX, they're going to put all the FX stuff on Hulu. Yeah. I mean... We've got, I've kind of talked about, this, talked about this before, but Hulu Hulu has the best model, first of all, of any streaming service because they offer it for has free. Has the best what? It has the best model, business model. Not they don't offer okay. it for free, but they offer it for cheap, super cheap with ads. Or if you don't if you don't want the ads, you can pay for more. And they have cable integrated, like, and it's owned by Disney, so they they have the best model. Like it's Hulu is twice as good as Netflix at this point. HBO is not stand a chance. 
Um, Apple, who knows what the fuck Apple's going to do. I think Apple's <laughs> already... That one show with Jennifer Aniston looks interesting, but I refuse to subscribe to something else. Yeah, it happens. Anywho, I'm still keeping my Netflix because there are great shows on there, like uh, Dear White People. Oh, amazing show. And a good movie, too, as well. Be it as it may, let's switch gears and kick it into full gear by reviewing full gear right now. It is the pay-per-view that did occur this past weekend, uh, AEW's first real pay-per-view, and none of those, like, specials that they put on over the summer and the springtime. So I was able to watch full gear, uh, and it wasn't knock it out the ballpark great it wasn't horrible it was a solid show i mean they they switched up the set a little bit um the lighting i thought was interesting i noticed that the lighting was very takeover like where the crowd was not lit up thank the lord because i think that helps marks to realize to shut the fuck up um and focus on the wrestling which i think we should probably do more on raw and on smackdown um but it was like there there wasn't anything that really wowed me although i will say there was from the matches i saw and focused on a paid attention to there was good storytelling match wise there was some spotty stuff but there was good storytelling especially in the cody and jericho match um, and MJF throwing the towel and then, you know, kicking somebody in the nuts a la Undertaker and all that whole hot shit. Good job, MJF. Start to go out on your fucking own. But overall, like I said, there was nothing that really wowed me about the pay-per-view. Will, I know you have some strong thoughts on this. Yeah, I mean, other than the last two matches, this might as well have just been AEW Dynamite. Because, like, that I means, say what you want about WWE, their, their raw is pretty different from the pay-per-views. The pay-per-views, they kind of step it up and, and ramp it up. Whereas AEW and like Dynamite's always running on ten, and when you when you show me ten every single time, ten is eventually going to start to look like seven, and then seven is going to start to look like six, and it's just like there was nothing special about the card until the last two matches. The Cody Jericho was good. The crowd was a little dead in the beginning, but the storytelling and towards the end they were really into it. I was really into it. I wasn't. I liked the MJF turn. The execution wasn't it, it was i think it was just it wasn't done right it wasn't it didn't go far enough and the moxley moxley um omega i thought was garbage personally i was just like wh- when is this over like how how many times can you get power bomb into fucking glass <laughs> too much too much barbed wire it was just like it was just and i'm the i'm the ecw guy i love hardcore matches but this was just it just it was it wasn't even it was, wasn't too much it wasn't too violent it was just it was stupid it was, I thought it was stupid. I that's the that's the one match I did not get to see. So I'm just gonna have to take your uh, take your word for it. I mean, Moxley was at one point on the Indies like a very big death match guy. Like the motherfucker came from CZW, for God's sakes. Like he knows how to put on these matches like this. Um, and like I said, I haven't seen the match, but this isn't Omega's wheelhouse ever. To my knowledge, correct me if I'm wrong, Marks, but I, I don't know how you expect somebody like Omega to go into a match that he's never really done like this before. Yeah, that that's another thing I, I was thinking about, too. I'm like, Kenny Omega is supposed to be the best wrestler in the world. Like, Omega Okada is supposed to be the best trilogy that ever happened. Meltzer gave it 15 million stars and I've been a 15th of a boner. Um, <laughs> or, his, or his fucking zine, all right? Like, Meltzer creams in his pants and comes in his asshole over these fucking matches. And he put him in yeah. a death match. It just seemed so out of place. And it, 
it it wasn't good. Like the whole crowd was just oh, the only reaction the crowd was going was oh 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 oh. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> like, it's like someone faking a really bad orgasm. Yeah, it literally the crowd, the, the crowd literally felt like it was faking an orgasm because I wanted it to be good that badly. <laughs> <laughs> and it just, it just, it didn't do it for me. And like you know, I I know Moxie has that whole hardcore thing. And it just, it was, it was too the fucking what it what it was. As soon as Omega brought out the stupid board. Full of mouse traps. I kid you not, mouse traps. <laughs> what? Yeah. I kid you not, mouse traps. I'm just like, I almost turned it off. I was like, I don't even care who wins at this point. <laughs> and it was unsanctioned. Doesn't count against the win loss record. Like, which again, stupid. It's stupid. And it shouldn't have, I don't, I don't think it should have been invented. If you're trying to build a wrestling company and you don't put your main title on last, what are you doing? Wait, Omega well, no, no, Moxie was the main event? Yeah, it was not the main event. Shut it was f- a lights out match. So we pulled. They pulled this tomfoolery again. And I think again, all out, right? Yeah, we did this. We Where, did that again. It was an unsanctioned match. Well, technically, it wasn't the main event. It was. Yeah. So what they what happens is after the main event segment, they legitimately turn out the lights. Oh my god! For like five seconds, you'd be like, "Okay, show's over," and they turn the lights back on and be like, "Okay, this is unsanctioned because technically our show's over." It's it's a it's a horrible trick. It's an encore. <laughs> yeah. Yet a, yet yet yeah. the bell rings. There's a referee, and the announcers are calling it. <laughs> yeah. Also, no Tony Schiavone. Tony Schiavone got got. Preempted from minor league baseball. <laughs> no, uh, no, not minor league baseball. University of Georgia. You even worse. No, University of Georgia is a top four, top four team in college football. Oh, is football? I thought it was baseball. No, baseball. It's not baseball season. Will. Oh, that's right. <laughs> I always, I always thought because to- I always thought because fucking Tony Schiavone was a baseball announcer forever after he left wrestling. He so. didn't mi- he didn't minor league, but yes, I think I guess yeah. apparently he's contracted with the University of Georgia as well, which is on its way to the college football playoffs, pending they don't fuck up. Mm. So I do not know it's for football, but I mean I, I miss Tony Schiavone. You know, Jr. and uh, Excalibur did fine, but Jr. was just like wow. Uh, in all my in all my years, uh, mouse traps can't say I've ever seen that before. <laughs> Jr. was doing his best to try to get everybody over. Yeah, that's all Jr. was doing. Yeah, <laughs> I think my uh, only but- complaint about Moxley and Mega—that's the only match I saw so far for Full Gear. Um, so they exposed, you know, the boards under the ma- under the ring under the mat, and they act like it was the most revolutionary fucking thing that had ever happened in the history of wrestling. Gargano and Ciampa did first. Just saying. And they did it better, it sounds like. They yeah, did it better. Like, like, like the violence in um, Gargano and Ciampa. You know what it was? Because it wasn't just all high spots. Gargano and Ciampa had actual wrestling in there. And yeah, like o- Omega Moxley was just, it was all weapons. It was all high spots. It was all barbed wire. Um, and it was, it was just, it was dumb. It was dumb. Like if I'm a casual viewer, I don't, that's not, that's not going to get your company over. It was, it, it just felt this, this whole kind of pay-per-view kind of just reeked like WCW. <laughs> oh, oh, really? <laughs> you don't say. <laughs> I, I mean, if it smells like WCW, and it looks cracks like, like, what it I will cracks say, like WCW. what I will 
Yeah, right. It doesn't quack like WCW. Um, what I will say is that I did watch some of the buy-in before I realized, wait, there's really nothing on the buy-in that I need to watch. Let's go, let's go to the main part of the card. They did have a couple of video packages, um, which were very impressive. They did a video package for the Young Bucks and, um, uh, what is it, Proud and... Proud and Powerful. Proud, I'm, I'm calling them LAX, okay? Fuck that proud and powerful shit. Um, which I thought was very impressive, talking about their backgrounds and history. And that's the one thing, Will, I know you said that they have to like really, really kind of catch up to with WWE because it'll be really hard with WWE's way of, of how they do video and how they hype up a match. It was really good to see it on the buy-in. However, we didn't see it on the main card. Uh, Jericho and Omega, not Jericho and Omega, Jericho and Cody had a good, had a good, <laughs> that's next week, that's next month. No, that, that had a good, that was a good video package. And yeah, they, they kind of had something, it was just, it was a little weird too, like they had like a, like a Sammy Guevara like saying like Jericho is like the greatest thing ever and they had like Jake Hager just standing there not saying anything but like the music was playing oh, like that it was, was all on, epic. that was on Dynamite. That was on Dynamite? Fuck. That was on Dynamite. That well, was that, that was really funny. That was funny. That, that was, was that was just it was silly. And it's just like okay, this I can this I can get into. Um, but yeah, like the like the video package for um for uh, the view, I think it was like Cody's mom was just like, I knew since she was a little boy he was destined to be AEW <laughs> champion. I was like, what? <laughs> no, no, you didn't. <laughs> Speaking of Cody, I we I would be. We we would have doing we'd be doing ourselves a disservice if we didn't talk about the markiest thing that happened this week, the Cody Rhodes promo. It was very good. Yeah, it was fine. It was good. It was very impassioned. Loved it. It's not the greatest promo of the fucking year. Dol- which some Dol- people Dol- said Dol- it Ziggler was. was in the crowd Me. taking notes. He's like, "Wow, Pulling that's passion." <laughs> <laughs> What'd you say? Will? Dol- Dolph Ziggler was in the crowd taking notes. Wow, this is how you do passion. It <laughs> it should have been me. <laughs> you know what it is? It's it's what here's my thing with the Cody Rhodes promo. It was good. Um you know, and I, I get how he has the company is on his like this is his project, more so than any other member of the elite. Um and how this is like for his family and everybody. But please, Cody, get through a promo without almost crying. <laughs> okay, and I then not you're gargling your words. <laughs> I need my brother. <laughs> <laughs> and also, can can we get a Rhodes match where they don't bleed? <laughs> like seriously, like no. Cody Rhodes bleeding again? <laughs> like Dustin's bleeding uh, he again? Was, in a, he was in a he was really match. like <laughs> he was really yes, fucked up though. His, his head smashed. I mean, I get you bleed wrestling or whatever. <laughs> um, but Cody Rhodes' promo was was damn good. The promo was good when he started attacking Jericho. And not just like, I'm doing this for my whole family stuff. And I also very, I also liked the idea that he addressed his strongest criticism about being management and also going for a title, which I thought was clever and something that needed to be addressed, especially if we're trying to be different than their predecessor known as WCW. So I liked that little cab that he was like, if I lose, I'm never going to vow for a title again, which means he's going to be more focused on being management and more focused on getting people over, which is what he should be doing in the first place. You know what I was thinking when he cut that promo, though? I was like, so does that mean you got to re-sign the contract? <laughs> it's like... You're... The contract's already signed there, buddy, <laughs> Mr. Runnels. <laughs> I don't want to tell you how to run your company, but <laughs> continuity, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> 
But yeah, no, it was it was like I said, good promo, very impassioned promo, a promo the crowd wanted to hear. Um, In just Charlotte. not the best promo of the year for me. Yeah, uh, Hangman and Pac was a really good match. I'm I'm yeah. I am really digging Hangman Adam Page, aka Chris Benoit with hair with hair. <laughs> Hangman, he's he's like the one that got away from WWE. Yeah, he's gonna but, be I a mean, big what are you star. Gonna do? What are you gonna do with that? Um, any other highlights from from Full Gear? I had a friend in the crowd. Who, I had a couple. Well, Battle Club was on TV right on the hard cam. If anybody noticed, Good for him. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Battle Club guys just. Didn't, I don't know if he's. I don't know if he just quit work and is just traveling to everything at this moment. But he's like been to like almost half of the AEW shows. He's been going to Raw and SmackDown across like the East Coast. I think he was SmackDown on Friday. It's in like Philly or some shit this week. Yes, it is on Philly and, uh, this weekend. Um, so it's just, it's just utterly insane. Um, but I did, uh, before we move on, I did like, uh, LAX and the Young Bucks. That was a good match. Spotty, but it's your opening match. It can be spotty. Yeah. Um, but I thought but again, it was good. I thought they like, played off well together. It's nothing you wouldn't see on Dynamite this week. Like nothing, nothing set it apart. And I think that's an issue. Yeah, it is. Cause like you said, when you go 10 all the time on regular TV, when you get the pay-per-view, you got to have to go 20 and it's really hard to go 20 for a whole show. Mm-hmm. You know, and I think that's the lasting effect of full gear. Hopefully they'll get it together. Like I said, they get, they kind of got the storyline thing going now. It's just, some things are somewhat established, but where do you go from here? Ooh, I don't know because to be honest with you, I don't really don't think they built up their undercard storyline wise for anybody to progress anywhere. No, that is an issue. I guess it is, that's another issue with AEW in general. It's it's still very top heavy. Um, oh yeah. I mean, their tag division is phenomenal, but you know, tag team wrestling is kind of this. It's I don't want to say it's a lost art, but it's it's never really grasped me for something that's been really fantastic. But AEW is it's, it's if one thing that the strongest thing they have it's their tag team division. Um, you which watch really, you watch Dynamite. It's filled with tag matches. Yeah. Actually, what I enjoyed is that the Young Bucks actually played by tag team rules this time. Mm-hmm. For the most part. I was like, oh, you guys know how to tag in. Good job, guys. Proud of you. Um, but like I said, Full Gear was, was it is what it is. The first review, first run. Hopefully, they'll have another one. Let's. What's going to be the name of the next AEW pay-per-view? Because they kind of go with a theme. Like they're like all in, all out, full gear. So what, where do you go from there? Oh, yeah. Guys? How do you how do you keep pushing forward? Um, Maximum overdrive. Nah, stop it. Um, horse horsepower. <laughs> horsepower. <laughs> Something with the word turbo. On horsepower. <laughs> turbo Tuesday. Turbo Tuesday. Turbo Tuesday. <laughs> um, uh, AEW no. Turbo. AEW Turbo is the next one. I kind of like Turbo, honestly. I like Turbo. It just keeps. It reminds me of like Power Rangers Turbo. That's just me. Never Some Power, Power Rangers, Rangers geek. Um, but yeah, yeah. So we'll see what let's, happens. Let's crown it. Uh, if we if we ever get off of watches Disney Plus, uh, be it as it may, we're going to take a quick commercial break. Um, and when we come back, we're going to be talking about the series of surviving and how WWE has, in my opinion, cleverly built up some feuds and not so well with other ones. So we'll be right back. Buzz Buzz Guys, my name is Kate Murphy of the Kings of the Ring podcast, and you are listening to Wrestle Addict Radio. 
What's up, everyone? This is Mike number two of the Kings of the Rings podcast, a.k.a. Will Tarashuk, a.k.a. the founder, a.k.a. the proprietor. And you guys, do you have $5? I'm employed now, so I can afford $5 a month. And if you can afford just five American dollars a month, that's an Abraham Lincoln, not the brass one. You can get some great content on our Wrestle Addict Radio Patreon page with awesome content, including Wrestle Wars, where me, yours truly, goes back to the Monday Night Wars and goes week by week and see who really won in my scoring system. You have Watch the Throne with our own King Ricky Rose and a bunch of other content, mainly Jeff talking about his tattoos. So join us for $5 a month on the Wrestle Addict Radio Patreon page. You won't regret it. You're going to love it. And we're going to love having you. Peace. Hey, 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 folks. This is Mr. Fretz from the Game Changer Podcast. Bow down because you are listening to the Kings of the Rings podcast exclusively on Wrestle Addict Radio. And welcome back, everybody, ladies and gentlemen, Kings of the Rings podcast exclusively here on Wrestle Addict Radio. And now it's time to talk about the show of the fall, usually um, called Survivor Series, the Forgotten Big Four, for all intents and purposes. Um, Survivor Series kind of has a hit or miss mentality to it, but I think this year uh, WWE is doing its best to kind of up the ante and kind of knock it out of the park. And it starts with the crossover stuff and the integration. So if anybody saw NXT last week, the club, AJ Styles um, <laughs> and Carl Anderson and Luke Gallows invaded NXT. AJ Styles had a match on NXT, which is beyond unreal. Um... And then you had uh, you had Finn Balor and AJ Styles tease a Bullet Club reunion. Oh, it was so good. <laughs> yeah. Uh, my, my question is, where the hell is Finn stand in this whole grand scheme of things? I think he's alone. Because he's he, all I see Finn doing every week is coming out smiling, that perfect smile of his <laughs> and and shooting and pointing finger guns at people. It's great. <laughs> and then walking away. That's all he needs to he's, do. He's he's like the little kid <laughs> that is just messing with everybody. Pew pew, and then like walks away. You think he changes he's his fair. name to what? No. To Prince, Ferg? Prince Finn, Prince Balor. I don't know. Prince Balor would work. I don't think they would change his name permanently to Prince Balor. Like instead of Finn Balor, I could see him going as like. But no, he's the Demon King. He was the Demon King on the main roster. Do you think then they're going to wipe out Demon Finn and transition to the Prince? Who knows? Because right now he's not even slated for war games. Oh, fuck. That's right. And it's in two weeks. Less than two weeks. Because by the time you guys hear our show next week, Will and I will probably be stuck in Pennsylvania somewhere trying not to hurt ourselves. We're watching Disney Plus and on Ricky's iPad. <laughs> in You're going to have, have the best iPad. time. What, oh, that's right. Dave had the iPad. All right. So uh, we'll yeah. talk. Is Disney? How do you sign up for Disney Plus uh, free week? Or is this automatic? <laughs> I'm going to sign up for it beforehand because like, like my thing is I want to have... We're going to at least be watching either Netflix or ESPN Plus or Disney Plus on this ride, like, the entire time. I have unlimited data. It's perfectly fine. So, Disney Plus, there's an app. So, I downloaded I have an iPhone, so I downloaded it from the App Store this morning. Um, it's, yeah, there's an app for everything. Yeah, so you guys will have, you have Android, so you guys can also get the app. You the can, Disney Plus app is live. Yeah. 
Um, uh, I, and I also added it to my PlayStation today, so I can watch it in my bed. Uh, I'm just, I'm just, <laughs> I, I, I signed up, and uh, I'm looking through everything, and I'm gonna really enjoy this. It's amazing. Yeah. That freaking Darkwing Duck. Yeah. Dude, this has literally, it just has everything I want, really, honestly. Like, but you this is the thing. So when I today, because I. I decided that like I don't give a fuck and for the next two weeks I'm just gonna watch Disney Plus at work and um, I couldn't pick everything I've ever wanted to watch was right in front of me and I it took me 30 minutes to pick a movie <laughs> before I settled on The Little Mermaid Bambi? I haven't seen no. Bambi in forever Peter Pan? Oh my I know you guys are creating your lineup right now for what you want to listen to on, or what you want to watch Disney's on Hercules. Disney Plus. <laughs> Sorry, the listen. TV show is on there. <laughs> yes, but what we really need to talk about is the lineup that's being prepared for war games in particular. Uh, the women's teams have been formed. There hasn't been much said about the men's teams, to be completely honest, uh, but they are playing up this women's uh, war game storyline uh, pretty well, especially with Dakota Kai not getting picked as a final person on Rhea Ripley's team. And Rhea Ripley has a pretty badass team. Uh, do we know who's on her team right now? I, I know it's Mia Yim. I'm pulling it up. It's Mia Yim, Candice, uh, Ripley, yes. and who's the fourth? Uh, uh, Mia Yim, Candice, Rhea, and who's the, who's the fourth? Bianca. No, Bianca's, no, Bianca's on, on the other side. She's, she's a heel? Yeah. yeah. Okay. I got it. Rhea Ripley completes her war games. Her team is her, Tegan Knox, Candice LeRae, me again. Tegan Knox, that's who it is. Ah, uh, Tegan Knox. Ah, uh, what a beaut she is. And then. And then Shayna's team. I'm pulling it up now. Team war games. Is Bianca EO. I don't think she has a fourth member yet. Um, I'm looking sorry. It's okay, but I do know that next week yeah, or just this Bianca and Io so far. Yes, the fourth member has not been revealed yet, which is going to be wildly interesting, especially if it could be even Dakota Kai saying that they weren't. But it doesn't make sense. Shannon's like, you're not good enough. Um, I'm reading rumors of who people think it might be. Yeah. So far, they're saying either um, Jessamine or Marina Shafir, Tainara. I don't think it's Tainara, honestly. Tainara had a good showing against Santana Garrett. She did. Which is a little, which is a little upsetting because uh, Santana Garrett is like the ultimate wrestling bay. Dakota Kai um, was mentioned. Sarah Logan. Interesting. That would be interesting. Well, that's your boo. Yeah, I do love Sarah Logan. She's blonde now, too. And then number one is Ronda Rousey. Ooh. Could you Ooh. fucking imagine... That's juicy. It's not gonna that, happen. It's too good. It, it's NXT. However, if it was the main roster, I just saw if it was the dirt, main roster, I'd say no I saw no a dirt way. sheet today saying Ronda Rousey isn't gonna come back until 2020, which could be a swerve. It's probably not, but that would <laughs> be fucking wild. Sheet. Her at War Games. I mean, it's not out of the realm of possibility. At this point, nothing is. You know, anything goes in uh, in love and war <laughs> at this point. Uh, I'm I'm very interested to see how they do this. Uh, looks like Shannon's gonna be doing double duty because she is going to be on the Survivor Series main card, um, which is fantastic because she has been 
kicking ass on Raw and SmackDown, and she only shows up periodically. Um, somebody getting lost in the shuffle with all of us, kind of, is Bailey. Is Bailey getting overshadowed by the Shayna and Becky feud? Yeah, a thousand percent. A hundred percent. She's the weakest out of the three of them right now. Don't say that because she's emo. Hey, I support all emo, but it's just a fact right now. She went dark and she went emo, which is exactly what she needed. But emo Bailey is still not hard enough to go against the man and the queen of spades. She just isn't. You, you know what it is? I don't think she believes the character yet. Like she's trying to be a bitchy emo person and it's 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 coming out forced. It's awkward. Yeah, I agree. She's not sullen enough. That's my complaint. Yeah. Like she needs to re- like somebody just really she needs to just go off on somebody. She needs to have that like die rocky die moment and she did she hasn't gotten it yet. I don't think she'll get it until she finally turns on Sasha. That could, I mean, because, I mean, Sasha's, Sasha, and by the way, Sasha's new music, oh, fantastic. Oh, it is, an, it is amazing. Oh, uh, yes. Shout out to Snoop Dogg, by the way. Took oh. long enough. Doesn't matter. So it's good. It's really good. So good. I meant to text you during it. It's okay. I watched it on, like, Sunday. Oh, <laughs> amazing. Oh, uh, I can't get over it. And a spotlight on her when, like, the music cuts. Oh. Fantastic! You're blue and blue. Absolutely. And the and the problem actually might be Sasha because her character is so strong and she hasn't done shit yet. Um, her character is so strong. I think it's overshadowing Bailey. That too. Bailey doesn't feel like a champion to me. But the thing is, do you go back to the world of Bailey and Sasha again? It's been replayed over and over again. The only way we can, like, if Bailey finally actually turns on Sasha truly, I think they can save it. Like, Bailey it's just has to get jealous enough of Sasha because even though Bailey's the champion, Sasha still gets more attention. Sasha's still more over. She's eventually. And gonna, Sasha is the team captain of, of uh, female SmackDown. Exactly. And she's eventually going to get frustrated and she's going to get jealous <laughs> and she's going to have an emo bitch fit and that'll be it. <laughs> Yes, I can't wait for the emo bitch fan. Um, so moving on, NXT continued their kind of invasion of the Raw and SmackDown, even though they were in the UK. So we put a little bit of an NXT UK flair to to the whole thing, which I thought, again, was smart. I thought was very, very smart. You're in the UK. Use the NXT UK guys because these guys never really get on TV. Um Again, I thought it was fantastic. Flash Morgan Webster and Mark Andrews had a great showing, even though they lost to the War Raiders. They still looked really strong, and they got up all their big moves. Um, and you had Seth Rollins versus Walter, and you had Imperium show up, which, my God, fantastic. Those jumpsuits, those tracksuits, whatever they're in, the greatest outfits in all of we wrestling. Yes, we do. <laughs> we do need them. I, I concur. I agree. I second. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm gonna suits. go look about that. We should go. We should go to the strip club in tracksuits. Yeah, I would. Uh, oh, if we win, yes, yes. Track. I also if agree. We, win, <laughs> we would go to the strip club in tracksuits. Jamie would be like, guys, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> and then take the Imperium picture in front of like a stripper pole with a stripper on the pole. I'll be on the pole. Fuck that. <laughs> 
<laughs> but Kate, we need you as part of the picture. <laughs> oh wait, I found a website, customizedgirl.com. <laughs> no, Kate, you're not gonna be our wardrobe for stylist. Oh man, these are for like dancers. <laughs> oh no, God. Have you seen Will Dance? It's not pretty. I'm getting better at salsa. Oh yeah, how oh, are your okay. salsa classes going? It's fun. One and two. One and two. <laughs> <laughs> should have just taken ballroom at Hostra. I should have. You're right. Ballroom's a great skill. Great skill to have. Anywho. We can get velour. Um, we're not getting velour jumpsuits. We are not. No, I I don't think we'll get velour jumpsuits. I'll put it, let's put it that way. Oh, my God. I'm, they have like every color under the sun. All right. Let's, let's not put the cart before the horse here. Back to NXT UK. <laughs> Uh, you had Walter and Seppo put on a decent show event. Obviously, Imperium kind of kind of came in and, and stole stole the match. Um, let's talk about Seth Rollins. I fucking He's hate him. Bad. He's in a bad spot. It's like we're, we're, we're about to get broken Seth Rollins. I don't know how to feel about it. <laughs> he's he's in a bad spot. Although he is a team captain of Team Raw, and Team Raw looks mighty strong. Um, you have Ricochet, Randall, which the Randy Orton and Ricochet dynamic, again, is really funny. It's interesting. For sure. <laughs> well, you didn't watch Raw this week, did you? I did. Mm-hmm. No, Will. I did not. Uh, so there's a backstage segment where it's where Ricochet's trying to talk to Randy Orton because they end up being in like a six-man tag. And Randy is just glaring at a gym bag in the locker room. And Ricochet's like, Randy, Randy, pay attention. <laughs> That's really funny. It's so good. <laughs> I was like, it's so fucked up. Hey, man. And did they added KO and uh, Drew to the team, or did I make that up? No, but the the raw the men's raw team is full. Okay. So it is it is uh, Seth Rollins, Kevin Owens. Drew McIntyre, Ricochet, and Randall Keith Orton, the new five-year contract man. It's such a um, weird combination when you like put the, all the names together. But that's a fan. Like I would make that team if I was playing WWE 2K20. If it didn't have so many glitches, like <laughs> I would, I, that would be my. That'd be that's a great roster. You have a little bit of everything on that team. Does SmackDown have a team yet? No, SmackDown team will be revealed uh, right. on Friday. Okay. So they're, they're revealing teams little by little, uh, which I think is bringing up the intrigue. Also, the New Day won the tag titles again. So they replace um, the Revival because apparently even SmackDown's like, fuck the Revival um, <laughs> at this point. So uh, it's going to be New Day versus War Raiders versus the Undisputed. I said War Raiders. I know we're Viking Raiders, but War Raiders sounds tons better. Um, you also have, you know, obviously Brock versus Rey Mysterio, which is very interesting, especially since Brock may not be back for a while. What do you do there? Um, you also have what I believe, if right now on here, what I believe will be the match of the weekend. Better than more games, better than anything on NXT. If they let them go, 
you have the battle of the mid-card titles. AJ Styles, the United States champion versus Roderick Strong, the North American champion versus Shinsuke Nakamura, the Intercontinental champion in a triple threat match at Survivor Series. Uh, I think you should be that's that's saying a high bar, Ricky, and I, I don't I don't see it. But it's going to be an incredible match, but better than War Games? Man. We don't even know the men's War Games team yet. It's, uh, it's, it's uh, Undisputed Era against uh, Riddle, Ciampa, Lee, and a fourth person yet, yet to be named. I'm Which could be Gargano. Which is probably Gargano. But they have, it hasn't been announced yet, or it hasn't happened on NXT yet. Yeah, so it's it's one of those things, but I I it's a high bar. Like I right, put it this way: Have you seen AJ Styles in a bad match with anybody? No. Okay, you have AJ be the carrier of the whole thing. Roderick Strong can just do random backbreakers on people, and Shinsuke can just, can just kick people's heads off. Yeah, it's gonna be a fantastic it's, match. I'm very excited. It's literally gonna be a strong style match. Pardon no the pun. pun, kind of intent. Yeah. You can do anything in this match. All of these guys have no care for their body. Especially AJ Styles. <laughs> like, these guys are... I feel like these guys are going to put on the show. This is... As AJ Styles put on his uh, Twitter, uh, hashtag mother loving match of the night. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I'm like... I'm, that's, that's the match I'm very excited for. Um, I'm also excited to see what the Survivor Series set will look like if they do, do change up a set. Because this is going to be like the first real pay per view where, yeah, we'll we'll see. I'm interested to see that too. They should. I think they will. But they got enough money to do it at this point. Jesus Christ! Right? They should. I hope they do. <laughs> you know what they should do? <laughs> Just to fuck with them, they should do AEW's um AEW Dynamite set the chandelier and just add a and just add a sh- <laughs> and add a third tunnel. <laughs> <laughs> a third tunnel and the chandelier. so that like raw people can come out of one nxt can come out of one and smackdown can come out of another one (laughs) and just fuck with them because that's what i would do because i'm just i'm just an asshole like that though Uh, they should just have but survivor series survivor series is shaping up to be a very very good show um i'm interested to see yeah yeah the NXT infusion was the best part about it and is going to be the best part about it. I'm interested to see what the final tally is for each show. Hopefully it's gonna SmackDown be a long gets a win night. this year. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be long because everything is pretty much triple threats. That's true. I mean, and we're getting Team Raw versus Team SmackDown versus Team NXT. Men's and women's. And then tag teams. And then the mid cards. I mean, the only thing that isn't on the line, really... Besides the WWE Championship, we have no idea what Bray Wyatt is doing with the Universal title. Oh, yes, we do. Daniel Bryan. Mm. I'm... Uh, I'm Alright. I'm glad, I'm glad you brought up The Fiend. Because let's play a game. Called. <laughs> oh, no. Are you ready to boo Roman Reigns again? Because <laughs> I'm telling you... <laughs> once, once he, once he kicked out of like eighteen stomps, I'm like, uh oh, I saw Superman punch. It's a different limb, different body. Um, <laughs> get ready for WrestleMania, ladies and gentlemen. That's gonna be a hot summer. That's gonna be a hot spring day in Florida. You're gonna be ready to boo Roman Reigns out of the building again. Turn it, turn it, turn it. And he's gonna turn, win turn. against the Fiend. 
Mm-hmm. Unless you bring Finn back and you get Fiend versus Demon. The only match we want. Here's the thing. Here's the thing with the Fiend, though. Um, they're gonna dig themselves into a hole with him being super unstoppable. Yeah. They are. You know, they also are they're also dig themselves into a deeper hole where he's supposed to be a heel, right? But he's getting cheered as the cool heel. And they, I hope they don't try and turn him face. Like, they got to be very careful who they match him up with. Like, yeah. Daniel Bryan's a good one right now because he's kind of like in that tweener leaning towards face role. But, like, after Raw, he attacked the OC, which, you know, doesn't mean anything. It's on TV. But it's out there. Um, and you you got you to gotta be careful with Bray Wyatt. And I think you got to let him take control. You got to let Bray Wyatt be in more control of his character because I think already it's kind of diverting from what it's supposed to be. Yeah, it, it's it's difficult because the last thing you want is somebody who's unstoppable and can't lose, a la, oh, I don't know, Brock Lesnar. Right? Like, is is The Fiend <laughs> supposed to be an alter ego like Finn Balor's demon is? Or, like, what is the actual Fiend, not, not Bray Wyatt in the funhouse, what is The Fiend supposed to be in comparison to Bray Wyatt in, in unison with Bray Wyatt as in kayfabe? Like, that's, it's kind of, like, confusing right now. It's like it his darkness. Hard. It is. I, I I see the darkness thing, but like with with uh, with the demon and Finn, it was like okay, there's regular Finn, happy go lucky. I'm a great wrestler without the demon. I can win matches without the demon. However, if you test me and push me to my limit, okay, I'm gonna bring out the demon and I'm gonna be unstoppable. There was a there was a progression. Because with demon Finn, it's there. more like a final form sort of thing. And this isn't mm. final form. No. And so, like, there's no criteria as to when the fiend will come out. Is he just this renegade alter ego? Is he like a venom almost? Hmm. But the other thing is, like, Bray Wyatt and the fiend is just that unstable of a character where the fiend can come out as much or as little as he wants to because he can't control it. Like I said, is he like a venom where, like, you know, but even. Even in Venom, he was able to control it at some point. Um, and they were able to work in harmony together. I want to see Bray Wyatt so, wrestle in his sweater. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Jack Gallagher did it for like a year. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Until he was like, fuck this. Let me go back to shorts. <laughs> go back to tights. Um, so, no, you got you got to really, you got to have set some parameters around the fiend. I mean, I get the, you know, the element of surprise um but there's no surprise anymore we kind of have an idea of when he's coming so you gotta kind of have to you gotta start getting clever with his character mm. you know and i don't know if we're going to be able to do that although although there is uh there are some speculations as to him as to break getting some help in the form of Liv morgan she has been, I know this isn't on our um, outline, however, I was reading up on this, and I saw the tweets myself. She's been very cryptic on her tweets lately. You know what I want v- with Liv Morgan? I want, I want Rusev <laughs> to bring out Liv, Liv Morgan. Morgan. I, well, I would want, I, no, I'm serious, I would like, I just want to be like, okay, Lon, you want to play this fucking game? Look at this crazy bitch I bought out. <laughs> I think, I think that would make it just so much better. Also, I she's impregnated on Liv Morgan. 
Oh my god. If, if Liv Morgan hasn't got enough heat for dating freaking Enzo. Um, but Liv Morgan has been being very cryptic on her tweets. Her character is about ready to come out. Uh, she, she posted a tweet the other day that said, For months, um, I cried, now I laugh. And then she she posted a very dark picture earlier today with her, I think, in like black lipstick. Um, and you can't really see her face and its fingers and stuff. So there's something coming out of the Liv Morgan camp. And I think it's going to tie into The Fiend. I hope it ties into The Fiend because you need to get The Fiend a little bit more deaf. And if this is like a Liv Morgan sister Abigail type thing, fucking great. It's Saturday. You know, you know what that give means. Give Liv something to do. Um, so... Who knows what's going to happen with that? But I'm glad you wrote up a lot of segment. <laughs> and, and, the, and the trash that it is. This, this segment is a Maury Povich show away from being excellent TV. Excellent daytime TV, I put it that way. Because I want to know who the father is. But apparently, Lana wasn't pregnant, which really fucked things up for me. They ruined the whole thing by being like, just kidding, I'm not pregnant. <laughs> I wanted her to be pregnant. Me too. <laughs> I wanted her to be pregnant. I want Maury Povich on Raw. No, Jerry, Jerry. I want a you not the father segment. Jerry, Jerry. No, this isn't Jerry. This is more. This is more Maury. Mm. Maury is the king of you are not the father and paternity test. Like I don't know. It's I don't know where we're going with this because like there's speculation. Russo, because Rusev and Bobby haven't fought in a match. It's just these weird segments every week. Hopefully, if all goes correct, it's the pre-show of Survivor Series. And we just get it over with. It won't be. They're talking about that the final endgame for all of this is for Rusev and Lana to reconcile. Ew. This is, no one's going to like that. I wouldn't either. Like, I don't like this at all to begin with. But... To make it pointless in addition to useless, like, no thanks. You know what they should have done? They were really going to have fun with this. There's a show that comes on after all called Temptation Island. If they just did a Temptation Island spoof. Oh, my God. Like, every, every week, that's, then this would be golden. But instead, they went more real life, like, just just not good It's hard. Stuff. It's horrible. You know what else is horrible? Rusev's dress. The way Rusev dresses himself. Bulgarian, like those man. Su- those suit jackets are horrible. <laughs> like, God, it's like, I want to be the fashion police and, like, write him a ticket every time I see him. Like, it's just, it's just not good all around. And the only winner out of here is Bobby. Like, Bobby, I feel like Bobby's just laughing his way through the segments. That's really it. He does nothing but <laughs> laugh and will make out with Lana. <laughs> Which, I mean... That's a life I want to live. True. <laughs> uh, so what do you got next for me, Vince? All right, so you see that girl, Lana? You're going to make out with her for three months straight. <laughs> what? I thought you said I was going to get Brock Lesnar. No. I'm going <laughs> to give you a hot blonde, <laughs> and you're going to ruin somebody's marriage. Are you sure about this? Yes. Oh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> okay. Like, I feel like people are going to crap on it. I don't care. I'm giving you a hot blonde, right? Damn it. Do something. <laughs> okay, Vince. That's exactly how it happened, too. <laughs> oh, Bobby. <laughs> the one, actually, no one would make the segment better if you had Leo Russ just, like, announce the whole thing. Oh, my God, I wish. 
Yeah, Bobby. Get in those cheeks, Bobby. Show me, show me your muscles, Bobby. Balls deep, Bobby. Balls deep. <laughs> show him who's the man, Bobby. Lashley. 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 I care to say I love Leo Rush. That man's I do awesome. Too. <laughs> I came to collect. Oh my god, who knows with this lot of thing? It just needs to end at this point. It just, uh, it's bad. It's really bad. It's just annoying. Like it's not leading to wrestling. Like why? Why? You know what it is? You know what it is? Here, here's. At this point, because I was talking to my friend Kaver, who I went to Raw with. Shout out to Kaver, by the way. Um, he also was at Full Gear. That's that's my inside man. Um, I've, I've, I've decided to take a positive spin on this. Surprise, surprise. If you just change this from Lana and Lashley, and you change Lashley's name to Lashington Steel, makes everything a lot funnier. <laughs> <laughs> Will, please tell me you get the reference. I don't. I'm sorry. My fucking Christ. Jesus Christ. I'm afraid to Google them. <laughs> Lashington Steel? You won't find anything on Lashington Steel. Lexington Steel? You'll find a ton of shit on. So while you go Google that and figure out who that person is, going we're going to take a quick commercial break. <laughs> and we're going to discuss uh, somebody who oh, decided to use Spanish. I found him. <laughs> to use Spanish as a way of asking for a release from WWE, and so we'll be right back. What up, fam? It's your boy, JC Bones, of the Fourth Wall WrestleCast, and you are listening to Wrestle Addict Radio. What is going on, everybody? This is King Ricky Rose, your general manager of Wrestle Addict Radio and host of the Kings of the Rings podcast. And I am here to tell you that on August 11th, the same day as SummerSlam, Wrestle Addict Radio will be dropping their Patreon page and their Patreon page is going to be an exclusive and unique Patreon page where for just a five dollar subscription, you will get access to everything exclusive videos exclusive photos exclusive audio and exclusive podcast shows that you will not be able to find anywhere else so mark your calendars folks august 11th summer slam day wrestle addict radio comes to patreon this will officially be a war day see you soon What's up, everybody? It's your boy, JC Bones, the host of the Fourth Wall WrestleCast, and you're listening to the Kings of the Rings podcast, the resident royalty of Wrestle Addict Radio. And bienvenidos, everybody, and welcome back to the Kings <laughs> of the asshole. Rings podcast, exclusively on Wrestle Addict Radio. Um, so news came out uh, earlier this week that Sin Cara posted in Spanish um, that he had asked for his release from WWE, feeling like he was an underutilized character and he wasn't pretty much respected I'm in WWE, so he had just asked for his release, um, which is interesting because I believe, I think last year, he had signed a contract extension, um, as well as when they went back to El Paso, his hometown, he got pretty much a highlight moment during their live event. Um, so let's talk about Sin Cara. Sin Cara is an interesting character. This is also Sin Cara number two, okay? Don't mistake it with Sin Cara number one. Sincar number one was fired for being you know, a dick. I think, I think <laughs> okay. in the 174 episodes we've been doing this, this is the first time we're talking about Sincara. Probably. <laughs> At least any form of relevance. 
Yeah, Sin Cara is a dick. Um, the first Sin Cara was a dick. Hunico, as this as Sin Cara 2, not so much of a dick. I have a good picture with Sin Cara from Access. Cool person. Big guy. Um, cool dude. Uh, and I think he might have a point. I mean, the only time you really saw Sin Cara is when he was trying to get other Latino wrestlers over. Like Andrade and Rey Mysterio. Otherwise, you really didn't see Sin Cara at all. So my question is, does would Sin Cara benefit being out on the independent scene more so than being in 1, WWE? 1,000%, yes. Yeah, is, is that a real question? I'm just, just making sure you got to have a gauge be, he'd here. Be, he'd be now, actually wrestling that's not in a house party gimmick with pinatas. You don't know that. And Sin Cara is not part of Lucha House Party, by the yes, way. Yes, that's Graham and Alik and Lindsay Dorado. Oh, and, Jesus. Uh, yeah, get your get when your. When was the last time Sin Cara was on TV? Then. Uh last week. Because oh, he was um, he dude, he's been Drew. doing shit with Andrade, and um, now Carolina has been Catalina. moved to NXT again. Oh, I don't know. Who cares? Yes. Yeah. Now here's the thing, dude. Does Sin Cara make the jump at some point to AEW? No, I think he goes back to Mexico. What's what's okay. a, what's AEW gonna do with them? Here's uh, here's they uh, him with the Lucha it's, Bros it's, probably. Uh, I mean he can be he can be the anti Lucha Bro. He can be like the here's face Lucha with bro. face. <laughs> he can be, be called he can be called Kata. Just just face. just face. <laughs> just face. Or maybe he'll call himself Hunico. Like he That's actually is. Just call him Greg. <laughs> Our new masked wrestler, Luchador, El Greg. Greg. <laughs> El Greg. Just kill him. No, I think he'll, just he'll get buried in AEW. I didn't go back to Mexico. Who, how, how are you going to bear in AEW? I don't think he'll get like the attention he should have. I don't know. The only attention, only time he did get attention was back in catering. And oh my God, the catering stories from Sin Cara, what a champion of that, of that backstage area. Network. Holy shit. <laughs> New show on What's the network. <laughs> <laughs> the, the CWF, the Catering Wrestling Federation. <laughs> <laughs> it, it could work. It very, very much could work. But uh, Sin Cara, who knows if we're going to give him his release. Maybe he gets shelved um, for a little bit, kind of like they did Luke, uh, Luke Harper. And then Luke Harper came back. Surprise, surprise. Um, also, speaking of um, Wyatt family people, what the fuck is in Rowan's knapsack? 24-7 title. <laughs> no, the Bollywood bros have that. Well... No, because remember he the he they, the Bollywood boys were defending the twenty four seven title against our truth. Our truth. Our truth left him in the room. Who's to say there was no ref in the room? No, but he was looking into that thing before. He was like, "Hey, remember we're gonna have a good day today." It's uh, yeah. I think it's the son of a gobbledygooker. It's Marcellus Wallace's soul. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, wrong wrong answers only. What is in the the whatever thing that Oh CM Rowan Punk's contract? <laughs> <laughs> oh, 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 oh. 
You can't beat that one. Might as well just move on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the new MCR album. That's a good one, too. Um, uh, all the Bubbly. It's carrying all the bubbly yeah. in there, uh, but let's move on, folks, because it is really hard to beat CM Punk's hunt. Like if that was if that was Family Feud, that'd be like the number one answer. Oh my god! Um, but move on, folks. Uh, let's go to match of the night, match of the week, actually. So, who's our? What is our favorite match of the week? Let's go to Will. I'm gonna go Hangman Pac. I thought that was great. Um, I like both of those guys. Um, Pac is just I just want to see him smile I want to see Daniel Bryan give him a hug in the middle of the ring um, and <laughs> Hangman Page I just maybe it's because I'm playing a lot of Red Dead I just I love the horse I love the cowboy gimmick cowboy shit I love it <laughs> uh, Mix Murphy um, I don't have one yet what I don't remember like anything that happened in wrestling this week how? <laughs> a lot of shit happened this week. <laughs> My God, Mix Murphy. All right, fine. I'll go. Um, I will give a match of the week because it was my first time actually really watching them wrestle because they haven't really wrestled in a while. And then I also did see their little uh, promo packages they made for them in the buy-in. Um, LAX and the Young Bucks. I thought LAX was fantastic. Um... I thought that was really good. I think them and the Young Bucks uh, worked well together for the most part. And the Young Bucks actually learned how to tell a story uh, instead of just doing spots all the time with the uh, what I think Matt Jackson playing with is, that his uh, leg was hurt and everything like that. I thought it was cool. And also they had a really cool moment at the end where the, uh, where the Rock and Roll Express was doing freaking um, Panama Sunrises and Tope Dude, that was... I forgot about that, but I can't believe I forgot about that. That was... That, that was, was amazing. I don't know how that happened. <laughs> yeah, neither do I. Newton was even just like, bro, like physics, bro. I, that's a whole new line of physics I couldn't get into before I died. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and the, the pull, the pull off those moves, um, still, especially with that talent, is at that age, like Dude, that's they unreal. Walking. <laughs> <laughs> It's true. They have a, they have a really bad time walking though. However, you can run the ropes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> wow, yeah, but yeah, con- congrats to, uh, to LAX. I'm not going to call them proud and whatever powerful. it is. Proud and powerful. Call <laughs> Puerto Rican and powerful. <laughs> the PRP. Got Puerto the Rican PRP. power. <laughs> Puerto Rican power. They, they should have called them Puerto Rican power, but they get a lot of yeah. shit around. But whatever. <laughs> I mean, they're 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 Puerto Ricans from the Bronx. What do you hey, expect? Velasquez has brown pride tattooed on his chest. All right. <laughs> no, but I thought it says Bronx pride. No, uh, Kane Velasquez. It says brown pride. I thought. What? I guarantee you, sure? you, it says brown pride. Joe Rogan talks about it all the I'm time. I'm looking on his it podcast. up right now. I will Kane Velasquez. Um, he's not from the Bronx. Yes, he is. I thought he was from California. Yes, he's from he's from New York, I believe. I could be wrong. I could completely be wrong. I don't follow you. Wait a minute. Like I, 
So one tattoo, I'm looking at different pictures. One looks like it says Bronx and one says looks like it says Brown. Yeah, no, that's that's Brown. That clearly says Brown. Although I can see how you make it say this thing. It says Bronx. Yeah, now I see it. It looks like Bronx real quick. It looks like it says Bronx, right? But he is from Salinas, California. Yeah, that it's like because you the. Uh, is that an N or an M? That is just a bad tattoo. I googled it. It says Brown Pride. Brown. Yeah, it says Brown Pride. It is Brown Pride. It's a very, very, very like old, very old English. Yeah. yeah. Um, but move on. Kate, I have a match. Your match of the week. Yoc versus Champa, Matt Riddle, and Keith Lee. Because I, yeah, I remember great. enjoying it. I just don't remember. Like this week was just like. So much shit happened in, like, such a short amount of time that I feel like I didn't absorb wrestling as much as I would have liked to this week. It's one of those weeks where, like, there's a lot of things going on inside and outside of wrestling. And things that should be big, like Full Gear, turn out to be a little bit of a disappointment. Um, However, WrestleMania tickets go on sale this week, so I'll be buying if anybody else is joining me. Speak now or forever hold your peace. Um, So, you know, there's a lot going on in wrestling. Uh, that should be noteworthy, but isn't noteworthy just yet. And I feel like we're in a holding pattern because the next big thing right now is Survivor Series. And WWE hasn't completely ramped it up yet. I expect them to do that a lot this this upcoming week. And before you know it, Will and I will be uh, recording 13 hours of footage uh, of us driving through Pennsylvania, Ohio, and Indiana, and eventually making it to Illinois and Chicago. I'm going to be singing a lot. <laughs> I'm going to probably be trying to kill him. <laughs> at some I have a whole point. playlist. So if you are on, if you if you are on our on our little adventure, if you're on our way and you want to visit us, or you want to see us, or you want to give us a place to crash, uh, or you know something to help us out on the road to Chicago, please let us know, because we're gonna need friends. <laughs> we are. Um, but that being said, King of the Night, Kate Murphy. My king of the night goes to Finn Balor again because goddamn the finger gun yeah. maniac. Will Rock and Roll Express. I don't know which one it was. Morton, Ricky Morton. I don't. I. I it was Ricky. Whatever actually. that one. I'm not saying that because that's my name, but uh, it, was, it was Ricky. So, Rick and Morty. Ricky Morton. Yeah, he, him. That one. The one who did that Hurricane Rana thing. It's <laughs> <laughs> a Panama Sunrise. Or, uh, it's, it's, um, I forgot what it's. A, Panama Sunrise is what Adam Cole calls it. It's actually called uh, Canadian Destroyer. Yeah. Also, fuck Excalibur um, for not remembering what an Alabama slam is. All right? Because uh, I forget what match, I forget I what match it was, but... Uh, he did an Alabama slam and Jared's just like, he, he said like, you know what Bob Holly used to call that? And he just paused and Jared goes, you don't know, do you? <laughs> he's, like, <laughs> he's, like, he's like, I forgot. And then like a few minutes later, someone told him in his ear, he's like, oh, it's an Alabama slam. And Jared just goes, ding, 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 ding. <laughs> I, I think, I, I forget what match it was in. He, he did an Alabama slam. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, oh yeah, Bob Holly. You know what Bob oh, Holly used to call that, right? He's just like, yeah, you don't, you don't know, do you? <laughs> 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 All right, King of the Night does not go to Excalibur. I'm going. 
I'm going to give it to my boo in blue with her brand new theme song, Sasha Banks. Uh, did nothing really this week. Had a pretty decent match with Nikki Cross, but that theme song made up for it all. So congratulations, boo. You win again. All right, so any closing notes before we get out of here? <laughs> You're not too tired. You'll be watching Disney Plus all night. You're going to be so happy. <sighs> yeah, once I do it, since I do have some late night laundry Ricky, to do. do it. <laughs> I'm I'm gonna be doing Disney Plus and then making sure I have enough funds to buy these mania tickets tomorrow at some point during the rest of this week. Uh, but be it as it may, let's get the show in the road because I'm about to lose a shit ton of money. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, well, this has been Kings of the Rings Podcast, episode number 173. Yes. Yes. Episode number 173, Disney Plus Turbo. <laughs> I am your host, <laughs> King Ricky. Rose, find me at Ambassador Biggs, B I G Z, Ambassador Biggs across all social media at Let's Find Kings of the Rings Podcast, K O T R underscore podcast on Facebook, on Instagram, on Twitter. Uh, subscribe and listen to us each and every week by subscribing to Wrestle Addict Radio, where all podcasts can be found, and find Wrestle Addict Radio social media at Addict underscore wrestle on twitter and wrestle Addict radio on facebook and instagram and do not forget the wrestling podcast awards um is still going on we are still accepting votes vote now uh, for kings of the rings podcast we are nominated six times especially for podcast of the year um as well as we are nominated 24 times in total on wrestle addict radio um, and we, there is a member of Wrestle Addict Radio nominated in each and every category of the Wrestling Podcast Awards. So please look in all of our social media each and every day for a link to see how you can vote. And before I forget, an update on Little Johnny from uh, from the Vaz Camp. Little Johnny did make it out hey. of the hospital. He is doing Good. well. Yay. And <laughs> He is doing well, and as his father said, he is ready to lay the smackdown back on sixth grade. <laughs> so, and also shout out to Mr. Vaz for becoming our newest Patreon member hey, as well. So thank you, Mr. Vaz. <laughs> and the Vaz family, again, we will be seeing you guys in Boston because we have a thing called SummerSlam that we really have to do. But enough of that banter. I've got to start doing laundry so I can pack and get on the road to Chicago next week. Will, what Dude, are you the up Even to? Stevens movie is on Disney Plus, so it's fucking game <laughs> over. Dude, I hated Even Stevens, like the TV show, but the movie 10 out of 10 Oscar winner in my book of course you can find me watching even Steven's movie not now but right now at Will Tarashek T's and Thomas A-R-A and Old Yellow's on here S-H-U-K oh god I have I have a lot to go through Kate Murphy what's the first thing you're gonna watch when we get out of here and tell me why it's Polly Pollyanna it is not gonna be Pollyanna though I used to love that movie as a little kid fun fact I don't know what to put on next. I really, really want to watch Muppet Treasure Island. Oh, it's a great fucking movie. I know. Uh, you know what? I, I might, Tre- I might throw on Angels in the Outfield with a uh, fucking Christopher uh, Lloyd. It's not. Who's Christopher? No. Not Christopher Lloyd. It's uh. uh the oh, that's like Angels name? in the Attic. It's a different Angels, movie. Angels in the Outfield with uh, uh, Joseph Gordon Lovett. Oh yeah. Nailed it. Kate Murphy, how you doing? 
How am I doing? It is me, the Queen Bee. You can find me watching Muppet Treasure Island. You can also find me on Instagram at the Kate Murphy and on Twitter at underscore the Kate Murphy. I'm tired, y'all. Ricky? We're the kings of the rings. <laughs> of the rings. <laughs> and we'll see you next week. Ah, oh, yeah. And we'll see you <laughs> next week. Motherfucker, this is my show again. Ha 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 